0: Hello folks, this is Jason here, and thanks for tuning in to the Santa Banter Podcast. A quick message before we start the episode. The last thing we want is to ruin the Christmas magic for any children out there. We will be discussing some of the -the behind-the-scenes aspects of the Christmas season, so it may not be best for little ears to hear. Parents, we do encourage you to listen though. You might learn a tip or two about making the most wonderful time of year a little more magical. Anyway... On with the episode. Hey, Santa. And, welcome and welcome to Santa, Santa Banter. Banter, a podcast for those who love to get dressed up in the big red suit. Hi, my name's Santa Jason. And I am Santa Dave. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. Now, as you've probably noticed, Santa David and Santa Jason aren't with us at the moment. They're busy out playing me, Santa Claus, the original. Uh, They do so many favours for me throughout the year, so I decided, because it's Christmas Eve, uh, I've got a couple of minutes spare while the elves are packing the sleigh and all these sort of pre-Christmas things that I would answer a few questions that uh, we have had some children ask us. So we thought, I thought, hmm, maybe I'll get on and I'll have a chat uh, so the boys can be out at the shopping centres and the video calls and all the things that they do throughout the year so we're gonna jump straight to it i've got my bell i've got a cup of hot chocolate here because it's a little bit fresh i'm looking out my office window it goes out over the snow out towards the barn where i can see the reindeers are all getting ready for a night's sleep i can see the lights in the main warehouse the main building of north pole where everything happens. All the owls are there. Just put in the finishing touches. The 23rd of December is the day that I finalize my naughty and my nice list. So I have finished that early. I've had some supper. Mrs. Claus has gone to bed. And I thought now is the time to answer some questions that Santa Jason and Santa David sent me that some of the children have been asking them this year. So let's get to it. All right, everyone, batter up. Now, these questions don't have names. So if this is something you asked, or maybe you're someone who loves Christmas and you've always wanted to know, or maybe you've even had somebody, had a child or a friend ask you these questions. Here's some help. Okay, first question. The most important question, I think. Can you make any gift? Now, at one stage, we could make any gift. We could make all of the toys. But as we get more technology and more things like video games and computers and these sort of things, some companies don't let us make their products because it's secrets. They don't want us to know what's in it. So while Santa can make most things into this team of owls, things like an iPhone or a PlayStation Santa can't make them, so we have to get in contact with the people that do and order them from them, and they send us a special lot so we can put under the tree. And that's sometimes why children who ask for a new computer or ask for a motorbike, some of those really big presents, don't always get it, because we only have a limited amount that the North Pole can give out on Christmas. And also, it's why Santa doesn't have a PlayStation 5. Santa likes to play some video games when it's Christmas is over, and he, the moment he was playing a little bit of Minecraft, just building some things and trying to learn that. But unfortunately, Christmas season's too busy, and he waits, and then he'll have a little bit of a play after the season's over. Maybe he'll even get that PlayStation 5. Who knows? Next question we have is rudolph as old as you no rudolph's definitely not as old as me but he's getting on a bit i've got another answer some more to tell you about rudolph and the reindeer in a little bit a little bit of a secret for you but we'll get there we'll get there next question why do you break into our house well the answer for that one is really simple we break into your house to give you presents But even then, there are people who put, Santa, please stop here. And our basic rule is, if there's a Christmas tree or a stocking in the house, that's Santa's invitation to leave something. Now, sometimes there are houses that don't have the tree or the stocking or any decorations. That way, we usually go on our notes if they've got an elf on the shelf or if they've written a letter saying, Dear Santa, we're going to Grandma's house this year. So, we cross-check everything and that's what we do in the weeks leading up to Christmas. Cross-check the letters, cross-check the houses, cross-check previous years. We've got a big computer program that helps with that. And so, we cross-check it to know If that is a house we're delivering. Or maybe it's a business. Or maybe nobody lives in that house. We don't want to leave a present for somebody if nobody lives there. We don't break in. We are invited when you leave those things. Why do you look at us when we're sleeping? Why do you look at us when we're sleeping? That's a good question. Where firstly, we need to make sure that the right child is in the right place. Because if we deliver a present and it's to the wrong child, what happens if you've asked for a brand new football, but you accidentally get some colouring in books. We don't, we don't watch, we, as in the song, you know, he sees you when you're sleeping. We see you, we don't sit there and watch you for hours, we don't have time. Santa doesn't have time to sit there all night and see how many times you snore and see what you say in your sleep, but we need to make sure we deliver the right presence to the right person. All right. This is a really hard one. How many cookies can you eat? And are you not worried about diabetes? That is a very good question. I had another child ask me this during the week. And I think it's very important for everybody to make sure they have a balanced diet and get to exercise, drink lots of water, all of these basic things to help our health. And For one night of the year, Santa eats a lot of cookies. Not all cookies. He'll have a nibble. He'll put some in a bag and he'll take some back to the North Pole to share. And in terms of diabetes, he eats really well the rest of the year. Santa likes to go on long walks. Santa likes to swim. Because Santa doesn't spend all year in the North Pole. When it starts to get a little warm there, he'll move to visit different countries. I've told some of you this before. Santa goes to different countries. And will try different places, see different things. So Santa likes to swim. He likes to go for walks. And Santa particularly loves broccoli. Santa loves broccoli and a lot of sort of vegetables. So when you get to that one day of the year when you're eating lots of treats, he knows that he can go back to eating the good stuff, the healthy stuff, when he gets back to North Pole. This is a bit of a cheeky question. In the same vein, Question is, how much do you weigh and do you feel sorry for the reindeer? Now, Santa's quite, as you know, you can hear it in my voice. You've seen all my pictures. You might even seen me real. Santa's quite a large man, quite a large. But he doesn't really like to talk about exactly how much he weighs because, you know, Santa is jolly man. And Santa doesn't feel sorry for the reindeer when it comes to pulling because the reindeer weigh more than Santa. If you've ever seen a horse and how big horses can get, and reindeer are pretty close to horses, they have a lot of power. So they could pull four Santas, no worries. And they have, remember, they have to pull Santa in the sleigh, they have to pull the sleigh and all the toys. So it's not a big worry for nine reindeer to pull Santa. Here's another reindeer. A couple of reindeer questions. Let's get on to those. I said before that we'll talk about reindeers. Let me have a sip of my hot chocolate. Mmm, delicious. Okay, let's talk about reindeer. Question is, where did you find the reindeer? Where do I find the reindeer? Now, reindeer in a lot of parts of the world are actually native. They live there. They grow up. They've always been there. And so being in the snow, a lot of people who have lived in the snow for a long time, a lot of um, indigenous peoples use the reindeer to help carry their carts and their sleighs. And that they helped Santa to build his sleigh and to, and some of their local magic to help Santa do his thing. It's all very, very important. And so when Santa was... The world gets bigger and bigger, more and more people. Santa needed a bit of extra help. So he brought the reindeer in and he's trained them and he's given them a bit of Santa magic. And what happens with the reindeer is it's a bit like sports. You know, on sports team like a netball or a basketball or cricket or football, there's different positions you play. In netball, you have goal attack, wing, goal defense. In soccer, you'll have goalkeeper, center. You'll have half back. In cricket, in all of the basketball, you'll have all different positions. And so what happened after a while, as the reindeers got a little bit older, and as the reindeers started to, you know, just get a little bit on, and they couldn't fly as well, or they weren't quite as strong, because they're animals. They're we kept the same positions, And the new reindeer who were trained up took the spots. And that's how it works. That's how the reindeer works. So you've got Rudolph and there's Rudolph's offspring who have the red nose. If it's a reindeer that has the red nose, then they take the Rudolph position and Donner and Blitzen. And all these positions are different spots in the sleigh and they have different little roles as part of the team. So we've gone through a few different reindeers, and sometimes reindeer will do one or two years. Sometimes they'll do 10, 15 years. And sometimes we had one reindeer a couple of years ago who got pregnant really close to Christmas and had some baby reindeers. So unfortunately, they couldn't come with me, and we had somebody else ready to go in case they couldn't make it. So there is that whole section. That's not many people know about that about reindeers. And yes, one of the other questions is, do you ever get the reindeer confused? I do sometimes, particularly with the new ones, but everybody goes by their positions. And so we have lots of reindeer. Some reindeer are just day-to-day reindeer. They'll help move things around on the North Pole and they'll do other jobs. Some are the magical Christmas Eve reindeers and some do a bit of both. Some are mummy and daddy reindeers, all sorts of things. So... I sometimes get all of the reindeer confused, but when they're in their position, on Dancer, on Prancer, on Vixen, on Comet, on Dasher, all of these positions, they go by their name. So that helps everybody know what's going on. I think that's all of the reindeer questions. Let's see, what else do we have here? We had some really, really good questions. And so that's why I thought, ah, good time to answer them all. How do you fit down a chimney? That's a good one. Now, as I said before, we, we, we know the houses where people are getting presents and a lot of the time we go back to the same houses year after year. Some houses don't have chimneys. If you're in a place that doesn't have a chimney, sometimes we'll come in the back door Sometimes parents will leave it unlocked for us. Sometimes they'll leave a window open if there's no, uh, sometimes in an apartment building, there's stairways to get in and we have special, um, you know, people who let us in to places who know where I'm coming. But if all else fails and there's nothing, there's no door we can get in, there's no chimney, all of these things, Santa has got a special magic key that lets him in. And you know, usually if Santa's used a magic key, you know, he usually leaves some crumbs or a note or some footprints or something like that when I come to visit just so you know that I've been there and not somebody else who's up to mischief. So that's our backup plan. But Santa, I, I prefer to use a, a door or an open window or chimneys and always classic. But as I said, not a lot of people have chimneys anymore. Okay, what made you become Santa? Now that's a really good question and I say that because Santa, me, I love making people happy. I love seeing families happy, and I love the look on people's faces when they get something that they've always wanted, and how happy it makes them. Or when people... Do you know who that is? That is one of my head elves giving me a phone call. And that phone call will be to say that, Santa, we've just about finished packing the sleigh. Can you come out and check it? Can you come and make sure you've got everything, that your cup holder's in the right spot, that your onboard computer's in the right spot? Because I do have one of those, with little GPS, so that they know where I am and I know where I am. All of these things. So was a call I told him I was recording. I was going to do this little episode for the Santa Banter podcast and record for David and Jason, but unfortunately, they didn't get the message, and they still called me so once I finish here, I'll be going out and making those checks. Where was I? What made you become santa so over the years, and I've been around for a long, long time, mind you, it started off me giving presents. To the children who didn't get any presents around that time of year, you know. It was, Christmas was always there and people would give gifts to each other, but some people missed out. And so I would give gifts to those people who missed out. And then that became one year into another year, into bigger and bigger. And as people spread out across the world and more people I saw needed things, we the whole process began. And because it's cold up in the North Pole, we moved there so we had plenty of space to build toys and people wouldn't come and ask me for things in other parts of the year. So we could make sure Christmas was so special for everybody. And why is your name Santa Claus? Now, there was, my original last name was Klaus. K-L-A-U-S. Klaus which is, as you can see, very close to Claus. It's just the way that when people in, who speak English say Claus. And that's how the nickname comes. Santa was a word for saint. Saint Nicholas. That is where it comes from. And Claus is short for that. And Saint, saint Nicholas Claus and uh, people thought I was a very special person for giving out all these presents. So they made me a saint. Unofficially. Not by the church, but just said, he's a very good person. Saint Claus. Santa Claus. And my first name was Nicholas. So Nicholas Claus. Here we are. Santa Claus. That's how we get the name. Why do, look at this. Here's a tricky question, okay? And I got asked this a few weeks ago when someone came to get a photo with me. And I... This one's always a bit tricky. The question is why can we spell Satan if we rearrange the letters? Now, some people think that Santa because it has the same letters means it's not such, you know, not such a good person. There's something fishy. But it's not about what's written, it's not about what you say you are, it's not about what you write. It's about what you do. Now, just because something has the same, looks the same, looks similar, doesn't mean it works exactly the same. You could have two glasses of water. One's come from the toilet. One's come from the tap. They're still water. But that doesn't mean they're both the same. Just because they look similar, one's good for drinking. One's good for doing other things, flushing the toilet, pouring on your garden. And that's, that's that answer. It's not a very complicated answer. Where's well, the next question here? I've got a long list. I um, said that one. I said that one. How do you know if we are misbehaving? Now, there's lots of ways to know as Santa to know if we are misbehaving. One of them, and one that I like a lot and useful, is when we talk to parents. When you come and see us at the shopping center. When you come and see me when I'm on the back of a fire truck or Various other places and we ask you, do you think you've been good? We ask your parents, do you think they've been good enough? We also get your letters and we also use things like Elf on the Shelf. It does a lot of reporting for us. That's made our job a lot easier because we can then leave the elf with you, see what they say and get back to you. But... There are a few other more technical secret methods that Santa likes to use, but we'll keep those so you don't get too far ahead of yourself and you only start doing good things when you know Santa's watching. What is your IQ? What is Santa's IQ? Santa's not a particularly genius man. Santa has a lot of help from a lot of people, a lot of elves, and some of those elves have... Strong and very good skills in building things, in designing things, in a whole range of different things, in organizing. So Santa's best job, other than bringing Christmas spirit, is to find the best people for the jobs and ask them questions. That's always a great method in life. Find the best people and ask them questions and work together to get a job done. Because if it was just me, I wouldn't be able to do it all. I wouldn't be able to make all the toys and wrap all the toys and pack the sleigh the best and work out the best route. I work with everybody in my team and we get it done together. Okay, let's see what the next question is. Do you wear a wig? Well, usually I don't wear a wig. My hair is real hair and real beard, but there's been a couple of times where I have worn a wig. One year Sand accidentally got his hair caught. He was having a bonfire. And he was coast toasting marshmallows with a couple of the elves. Just on an you know, it was September. It was nice. Thought we'd have a little bit of a treat. Cooked some um, you know, pancakes on the fire, you know, you get the plan out of marshmallows. And accidentally a hot coal popped up when the tree branch rolled over and got sad, Santa, And Santa's hair caught on fire. Not too bad. They'll put it out quickly. But there was a whole chunk of his white hair that wasn't white anymore. Part of it was a little bit discolored or a little bit missing. So that year, Santa, cut Mrs. Claus, to cut the hair back a little bit and cut the beard back a little bit and had to put on a wig just to make sure that while... He still had a little beard. It wasn't the big beard that everybody knows. And so by the next year, it had grown back. But for that year, he had to do that just to make sure that everybody knew it was actually Santa and not somebody else. Next question, home stretch. Last couple of questions. Do you have any children? I don't have any children of my own. Mrs. Claus and I look after all the elves. And we have lots of friends come and stay and we look after them like they were our own. And we just love other children smiling, which is why we do what we do. We bring presents, we share, we spread Christmas joy. Okay, last couple of questions. Do you know everything we do? Do we know? No, I don't know everything you do. I just keep an eye out throughout the year. I don't see if you say something naughty to your brother or sister or if you take something you shouldn't or if you do something really amazing, but I get from both, as I said before, the elves on the shelves, from your letter, from parents' notes, from talking to people, that I get a good idea on how you behave all year round. And we find out some of the really good things and some of the really bad things But we don't know every little thing you do. We don't know every time you go to the toilet or we don't know every time you eat a toasted sandwich. Those things I don't know. But we know how, uh, whether you're a great person or you're a not so great person. And it's always better for both you and your family and friends to be a great person. Okay. Second last question. Why won't Santa bring me money? Now, this is a question that answers a little bit more for the adults than the children. But the reason that Santa doesn't bring money is because if he bought everybody money, money around the world wouldn't be worth as much. There's a whole complex system in the, what's called economics, it's called global. E- it's It's all of these big things because if we put too much money out into the world, then the thing you might buy for $20 might become $50. So Santa has a couple of rules for things he can't give people. Presents. One is money. Oh, people like getting into stocks or houses or these sorts of things. We can't do that specifically. We can't do live animals because they don't like traveling in the sleigh. And you have to have all the right conditions to look after a new animal. If it's a fish, you have to have a bowl and a water and all of that things. If it's a dog, you might need space or you might need a house that's a good size or well, not allergies. Same with cats. If it's a rabbit or a horse... There are things you need to look after them properly, which not everybody has all of the time. And, as I said, they don't fit in the sleigh very well. Santa also can't make people who aren't here come. Because I can't pick somebody up and drag them across. So, if you have a friend or if you have a family member who's not near you, unfortunately, Santa can't bring them specifically for Christmas. They might come and visit anyway. Santa can't do that as a present. And the last thing is Santa can't make people who aren't very well better. There are a lot of people, doctors, nurses, who have trained for a lot of time to learn these things. And unfortunately, that's not something that Santa can do. Which is a little sad because Santa sees when... Families are sad because somebody's not very well or they can't be there because they're in hospital. And Santa wishes he could do that. Sometimes Santa even goes to visit people in hospitals, particularly on Christmas Eve, just to give them, make sure they don't miss out on Santa. Um, But Santa knows that that hurts sometimes when people can't be with you. So that's, that is uh, some of the things that Santa can't do. Now, my last question for today, because I have to head off. My elf has texted me and said, Santa, Santa, where are you? We're so busy. I'll get back to him in a minute. But my last question for today that I was sent was, if you have magical powers, why do you need to check your list twice? Now... This is how Santa's list works. Santa looks at his list from last year and sees who was naughty and nice last year. And throughout the year makes notes when he checks in and he travels around the world and talks to the elves and talks to people. And then when he gets a little bit closer, he collates that information with all of the stuff he learned. But when it gets... So that's his checking his list the first time as I said before, the list is finalized on the 23rd of December, and that is when the list is done. I spent all day checking, cross-checking, making sure I had the right people, and sometimes people have the same names in the same parts of the world, so it can get very tricky. Then what happens on Christmas Eve, as I'm going to each place, that is the double check to make sure that... Nothing's happened in the last 24 hours, the most, the busiest time to make sure that I've got the right present for the right name and the right name for the right house. That's what it means when checks the list twice. Because the last thing you want is to accidentally grab the wrong package and put it at the wrong house, as I said before. That's very important. Anyway, folks, it's time for Santa to go off finalize that. By the time you hear this it could already be Christmas but I'm recording this on the 23rd. It's ready to go. Christmas Eve is around the corner and you might even be listening to this on Christmas Eve and just know I'm right nearby. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Have a happy and safe holidays even if things are tough for you because of all of the things that have happened this year. Make sure you stay safe. Santa's wearing his mask. I have been asked if I'm going to be safe. Santa has a magic mask and he's got hand sanitizer. and He's going to take all the precautions to make sure that he doesn't spread it, he doesn't catch it, and that everybody is safe. I want to say a big thank you to Santa Jason and Santa David for having me on their show. And maybe I can come and join them myself during the year when I'm around traveling. Merry Christmas everybody, have a safe and happy new year, and we'll see you on Christmas Eve. Ho, 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 ho. Coming, coming, if you'd like to get in touch, we are SantaBanter Podcast at gmail.com or search Santa Banta Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.